the pandemic, civil unrest, protest, and the road to the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. The heating season is here. Folks, you need to call JKL Engineering today. JKL 401-351-7600. Let JKL Engineering design and install a natural gas, high-efficiency carrier Infinity System. The energy-efficient, quiet, more affordable than you think. If you think no gas, hey, guess what? No problem. Let JKL Engineering design and install a high-efficiency heat pump system, including ductless splits. Heats in the winter, cools in the summer. These units are so efficient. Reduce your oil bill. By as much as 90%, they have the highest rebates of the market, and they also do new installation and replacement of high-efficiency gas boilers. JKL is Cary Factory Authorized Dealer, licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. You know, for over 50 years, JKL's reputation second to none, especially for technical expertise, customer satisfaction. JKL is an approved national grid BPI installer. JKL is also a Navian certified factory dealer called JKL. System replacement, oil to gas, or for a heat pump. Remember, estimates are free. Financing is available. They're licensed in both Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Call JKL Engineering right now, residential or commercial, at 401-351-7600. JKL, they'll do it right the first time. Now call them. You don't want to get stuck with an inefficient heating system. What if it starts to get really cold? Call JKL right now. Free quote, free estimate. Estimates are free. Financing is available. 401-351-7600. Rhode Island, Massachusetts. It's JKL Engineering. 401-351-7600. It's John DePietro on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Folks, you can always listen online at the website, dipietro.com. This portion of the program brought to you by West Fountain Auto Body. Now, listen. This time of year, especially around the holidays, especially around New Year's Eve, you have a lot of people that are celebrating and maybe drink, drinking and driving. Did someone damage your vehicle? If you're ever in an accident, maybe you or a family member or someone you work with, if you're ever in an accident, get your vehicle repaired by West Fountain Auto Body. Get it repaired by West Fountain Auto Body. I had a family member recently had a dent under the vehicle. It wasn't even a a thought. We immediately called Kenny at West Fountain at 401-272-3340. They repair it. They do a tremendous job. They're going to work for you, not the insurance company. So as you're listening to me right now, I would recommend if you have any damaged on your vehicle and you need to get it repaired, bring it to West Fountain Auto Body. Call them first, 401-272-3340. 3340. They're located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence, the original, the best. You can depend on West Fountain Auto Body. Now, remember, if you're ever in an accident, and a lot of times people forget, the first thing you should do is call 911 and you want to fill out a police report right there at the scene. Now, maybe you're in such a bad accident that you can't drive your vehicle. So then a tow truck is going to show up. If that happens, you can tell the tow truck driver where you want the vehicle to go to get repaired just tell them bring this over to west fountain auto body located 400 west fountain street in providence right off of 95 right behind the providence public safety complex or if you're in an accident and you can drive it you can call them call them first they'll handle everything for you they'll deal with the insurance company they'll get it straightened out west fountain auto body 401-272-3340 so folks the big 
buzz that is happening right now is if you go to depetro.com and uh, don't forget our website we have great sponsors on our website i'm so happy with the way depetro.com has had a record tremendous year 2020 of uh, 2020 uh one of the uh, sponsors on our website of depetro.com is liberty mobility which is the area's oldest and largest largest provider pre-owned power wheelchairs power scooters if you log on to the website you can link right three through so maybe you if you have in uh, uh power wheelchair or scooter i bet there's some people i know that could use it you can link right through and contact liberty mobility or you can call them at 401-827-8800 located five church street west warwick liberty mobility but you'll see right on the website and the top story is um is governor Armando leaving for washington so this uh, really started to take off yesterday, and the rumor is that Governor Mundo, and there's an online um, online website that kind of calculates who is considered to be the favorites for certain positions, and they have different sources and talk to different people, and the person they're looking at right now to lead commerce is Rhode Island Governor Gina Raimondo. Now, I recognize, you know, anytime her name comes up, there are people that would say, absolutely not. And, uh, you know, there's no way. And uh, listen, the, the Biden people have to fill out the administration. If you're Governor Armando, uh, if let me put it this way. If she called me and said, this isn't going to happen. But if she ever called me and said, you know, Juan, I, I, I think I have a shot at commerce. Do you think I should take it? I In two seconds, folks, there's nothing gained by staying. The state, let's face it, 2021 is going to be a rough year between the distribution of the vaccine. You're still dealing with COVID. You have high unemployment. You have businesses that have closed. You have everyone is cranky over this whole pandemic that we're still going through. You have the a new speaker coming in. You have contracts that want to come up. You have the Providence teacher contract that has to come up. You are term limited out. The last two years of any person in office, their final two years in office is never pleasant. Um, I'd say in two seconds. I mean, if she has any shot of this, you go for it in two seconds. And then, uh, and then you know, boy, uh, Lieutenant Governor Dan McKee, careful what you wish for. He would become the acting governor. But Governor Raimondo, now she has been uh, rumored for a couple other positions. For those that have been following this, first, she was vetted for VP. She has denied it. But the New York Times claimed that during the course of the summertime, uh, Governor Rhode Island Governor Gina Raimondo, was uh, vetted for VP. She dazzled them. Uh, Biden had, Vice President Biden at the time had said, he said back during the campaign, he was going to choose a woman to be his VP. He stuck with that. And then the, because of the events of the summertime, it became very clear that they felt he needed to choose a woman of color. So they, he chose uh, Senator Kamala Harris. So um, you could argue, there were arguments they didn't need to. But anyhow, so it was not going to be men. So there were women that were interviewed. And supposedly, Governor Raimondo just blew them away. So she was on their radar. You go back again. She initially endorsed former New York City Mayor Mike Bloomberg. And as much as it didn't work out, you know, politics is politics. And I'm sure she explained to the Biden people, hey, listen, you know, I owe everything to Mike Bloomberg. And because she was enjoying a good relationship with Vice President Biden, he came to Rhode Island at least twice and once came to pump her roadworks. So if she had actually endorsed Vice President Biden, there's a pretty good chance. Who knows what where it could have led to? Definitely maybe transportation. Apparently now it's Mayor Pete that was nominated for transportation. 
But there's definitely something there where she, you know, has their attention and they like her and she likes them. And, and if you have an opportunity, and I'm sure she could sell to the people of Rhode Island, hey, if I'm Commerce Secretary in a Biden administration cabinet position, um, I could certainly help and maybe bring some jobs to Rhode Island. So I think there's a way. Now, we're going to find out. This will go on a little bit. Commerce, he still has not appointed anyone. He has not appointed a labor secretary, and he has not appointed an attorney general. Now, with that said, I know there's a number of people listening right now that are upset that I'm even talking about it. But um, I, I don't want to be, I'm not Baghdad Bob, okay? Now, if, if, the, if the Trump people have something, as someone that supported the president, I still support the president, but some of you are playing this game of, John, Biden's not going to be the president. President Trump's doing four more years. Trust me. Trust me. Well, I'm not trusting anyone, all right? And if you, anyone can say that, I want to be very clear about that. Anyone can say that. It's kind of like playing with, you know, monopoly money. If, if you know, many people that are saying that, and I get email from some of you, all due respect, but, you know, you have nothing to lose if that doesn't happen that way, meaning no one's going to call you out. Um, I have a lot of social media platforms. I am a member of the media. Uh, I like to think that when I say something, it matters. I'm held accountable for things I say and report. So when I have someone who's unemployed or retired saying, trust me, Biden's not going to be the president, you know, you, you could also every year predict that the Detroit Lions are going to win the Super Bowl and there's no one calling you out on it. But if we want to deal in reality, I always prefer to. And unless some of you want to be considered like a Baghdad Bob, um, right now, I, I'm waiting to see some evidence that Biden is not going to be the president. And, you know, pre the Trump administration, are we're all waiting. And all of this talk about Sidney Powell and um, Lynn Wood and so far, goose eggs, zero. You know, I was going back and forth and someone that was saying, Sidney Powell, how this was a man saying, how can you not say she hasn't done a magnificent job? She's a brilliant attorney. She's put together incredible affidavits. She has a mountain of evidence. She is one in front of the Supreme Court. How dare you? I, I, I feel like saying, hey, listen, are you looking at the scoreboard? Right. The game's already underway. This isn't the pregame hype. So Sidney Powell, hey, I was right there. When she went on with Lou Dobbs and talked about it's time to release the Kraken, I was right there. But we're about to go into the new year. And, you know, talk is cheap. And she went pretty far out on that diving board or pretty far out on her skis, whatever expression you want to use. So Mike Flynn and Sidney Powell, they can talk a big game. I, I, all I can tell you is right now, as we speak, the Trump people are meeting with the Biden people and going through transition. I spoke with someone just the other day. She still claims she's going down to Washington. She already has her reservations for the Trump inauguration. Uh, no one's stopping you from visiting, visiting D.C. Who's going to be inaugurated? That could be another matter. So now, hey, I want to remind you, by the way, the Trump stores, they are having incredible blowout sales. So stop by the, some of the Trump stores. They have great merchandise. They're still great sweatshirts, T-shirts, uh, hoodies, hats. 
uh, stop in at any of the uh, the local Trump stores. You have a number of them: East Providence, Warwick, uh, Mineral Spring Avenue, Smithfield. Stop into the Trump stores. But I just want to be very clear with the number of people. There's not a lot of them, but there's still some in this whole thing of nope. Biden's never going to be proud. Well, I, you know, at this point, just know that it's kind of like it's the bottom of the ninth. We have no one on base and there's two outs. So and and we're down five runs. You, you could feel fully confident. Nope. Game's in the bag. Hey, I was right there when the Patriots were down 28 to three and then came back and beat Atlanta. I, I get that. I'm not saying it's not. Fully impossible. What I'm saying is if anything remotely close to that is going to happen, I would just argue, I would say we need to see some evidence sooner rather than later. Folks, you're listening to the John DePietro Show. Hey, I want to remind you about Brothers Disposal. They were offering weekly trash collection services. That's right. Brothers Disposal. Call Roland and Willie today. 401-688-0517. Brothers Disposal. They have those purple dumpsters. Get a purple dumpster in your driveway. Look for them on Facebook. Brothers Disposal. Roll-off dumpsters, and now they have weekly trash collection services. Um, call for an estimate, 401-688-0517. You want to clean out your home or business, call Brothers Disposal and get a purple dumpster in the driveway. Come on, brother. Call Brothers Disposal today, 401 401- Six eight eight zero five one seven for Brothers Disposal. Hey, folks, how about we did find out? You know, sometimes when we have some of these um, situations, like the one that happened in Nashville, people say, "How does something like this happen? How did the police?" Nope, he wasn't even on our radar. FBI wasn't even on our radar. Turns out, think of this: last August, last August, this woman contacted uh, the police in Nashville. And said, this guy that I'm dating, my boyfriend, he um, he's using explosives and he talks a lot about building a bomb and he's doing them in his RV and he's mixing chemicals and he seems pretty serious about it. And I thought I should reach out to someone and uh, let you know about it. And the police said they went over there and no one would answer the door and they just went away like, excuse me. So. I mean, so that he was on the radar. You know, we talk about see something, say something. This woman, think of that. How many calls do they get where someone says, uh, hello, police? Yeah, my boyfriend, he's talking about building a bomb and he's mixing these chemicals in his RV. So they're going to have to answer a lot of uh, questions about that. But the point I, I raise about this is there there was a red flag. There was someone, they have that in the record. So, and can you imagine the person's like, hey, I don't know what to tell you. I called the police. I told them. I said, there's a guy building a bomb. Now, if they want to say, well, she didn't stress it enough. Well, I don't know how far they want to go with that. But she did raise the issue that that guy in uh, in Nashville, that he had a bomb. Hey, folks, I want to remind you, you definitely, two things. I want you and your family to remain safe in the new year. If you log on to the website, topetro.com. By the way, remember, if you want to get a hold of me, uh, go to the website, topetro.com, and then uh, linked right through there. One of our sponsors is Allstate Lock, experts in locking systems, building security. They have security cameras. Their website is allstatelock.com. You can call them at 401-349-0042 for all 
stay locked. All right. A lot more ahead. Leave it right here. It's the John DePietro Show. R.E. Coogan Heating. Call Coogs today. Helpful, trustworthy, reliable. Remember, whether it's plumbing, heating, or cooling, residential services, let us into your home. Don't fix it alone, they say. R.E. Coogan and Heating. Call them today at 401-732-6562. 401-732-6562. It's R.E. Coogan and Heating. Helpful, trustworthy, reliable for plumbing, heating, and cooling. From winter to summer, the trained technicians provide 100% service, one customer at a time. From service calls to maintenance agreements to installation, R.E. Coogan Heating, proud to help residential customers. They pride themselves. They make customer service and satisfaction a top priority. As they say, as Coog says, let us into your home. Don't fix it alone. R.E. Coogan and Heating. Call them today, 401-732-6562, 401-732-6562. It's Coogs. It's R.E. Coogan and Heating. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. Remember, Preferred Towing and Recovery, they're located in Lincoln, and they service the entire state. Preferred is also female-owned and operated by Christine, along with her husband, Mark Labby. They specialize in towing, transport, asset recovery, repossessions, and private property towing services. You know, Mark has been doing repossessions for 30 years. He gets the job done safely, securely. Preferred towing. Call them today, 401-725-8500, 401-725-8500, or online at preferredrecovery.com, as well as Facebook. Preferred towing. They can also, you know, they buy older vintage cars. Maybe it's from the 60s, 70s. Maybe you have one. It's been sitting in your garage for who knows how long, the last 15 years. And you keep saying, you know, someday I'm going to restore that. But how about instead call today, 401-725-8500. Call for a fair offer today. It's preferred towing in recovery located in Lincoln, 401-725-8500. Again, they've been doing repossessions for 30 years. They'll get the job done safely, secured, Safely and securely, preferred towing, 401-725-8500 or online, preferredrecovery.com. They're also on Facebook. Folks, you're listening to the John DePietro Show weekdays. We start at 11 and we go until 2. It's AM 1380. You can always listen 99.9 FM or online at the website. It's uh, depetro.com. It's time for DePietro Debate. With me is one of my siblings. I have uh, six. Is... Uh, Someone happens to be a writer for the Sun Chronicle. It is Donna Perry. And DJ, I want to um, start off with, you know, what, what we're seeing play out with this so-called stimulus. This is another one of the reasons I think why people have such little faith or um, are encouraged by Congress, because what would seem to be, you know, somewhat should be I'm not saying it's that easy, but it should be this tough and all the back and forth. And then the president weighs in. And is it 600? Is it? 2000 for crying out loud i mean people are waiting for the money promise the money think it's coming 
and just to watch all of the uh, stops and starts going through, it's uh, again, this is one of the reasons I believe why Congress has such a low approval rating. Yes, and, and good to be with you. Um, th- this thing now, J.D., at the 11th hour is, kind of, is like a mess. Um, and the thing is, I, I do, though, say that although all these games were played all year, and by the way, they were on both sides, no question. Pelosi held it up intentionally to hurt Trump right before the election, all of that. But here we are now. They worked real hard to just get the basic bill, J.D., and now at the 11th hour, the thing is, the way he has weighed in, and there's a lot of criticism coming from big Republican corners, by the way, on how he's handled this, like, now, it, it, they would have had checks essentially, like, in motion today, tomorrow, most people are, you know, direct deposit and all that stuff. Well, now they've held it up because of the 2000 level, which would have been great, but he should have been fighting that two weeks back. So I think where we are now, John, he is, unfortunately, though, he has put the Republicans and specifically Mitch McConnell in a very tough corner. Um, So you're right. I think the mess that it is that it's taken here, we are within, you know, 72 hours to the very end of this horrible year. And this is now still not resolved. That that's the thing. It's not resolved. The Republicans were against that amount all the way through. And I just want to say I would agree with, you know, the Wall Street Journal has a very tough editorial about him today. And they're basically saying he just handed a, a, a gift. And also maybe the way he's done this, he's not just helped the Democrats. He's certainly helped Schumer. He's embarrassed McConnell, and some are saying this is Trump being almost like vindictive because he's angry with McConnell because he won't – because McConnell said Biden won the election. Um, I I absolutely agree with that there's a more sinister thing here. And he'll be sorry, though, J.D., if if by doing this in this way, in my view, it's a mistake. It's not that no one could disagree that many, many people – certainly could use a couple of thousand dollars stimulus at this point. And that's great. And people need that. Politically, I think he just created a big problem and undercut the GOP because I think he's angry because, you know, he thinks that people weren't fighting with him through the election fraud thing. So you're right. I think this adds to the cynicism. But there's a lot of people that like need this they need something to be in motion in like 72 hours. So where they're going to resolve this, um, I, they maybe the Republicans will cave and go with it. But, you know, I think, again, I think this if this flips the Georgia election, Trump just created very yeah. large problems. Touch on the Wall Street Journal, because that is they have been kind of like the New York Post yesterday mm-hmm. uh, with a very yeah. editorial in the final months whether people like it or not but he's seeing some allies in both the new york post and the wall street journal turning on him right and and the the new york post and the journal i mean the post which can be certainly much more cutting they don't even they don't worry about you know polite language we know that that's their brand i mean they basically reminded him in a very personal way john i thought that editorial they said you know this is coming from us they said you know we who personally endorsed you and always personally backed you thick and thin through a lot of tough stuff. And they said, look, you're 
going to go out looking very, very bad. And, um, you know, with the mischief about the election and they basically said, you, you have to stop it. It's an embarrassing charade, I think was the phrase um, at this point. And, and you, if you're going to go out with this, you know, JD, he, he doesn't deserve from his own place in history to almost have like a pathetic scramble at the end. I mean, the truth of the vote, it will take a long time and it'll come out. But I think a lot of people have, you know, their view of what happened there. But for the New York Post to be that personal and that pointed, it, it's just that these are the corners of the media, John, that tried to always give his point of view, you know, some visibility when the mainstream media would not. So I think that should tell him where he is at this point. And the Wall Street Journal also you know, that he's not certainly had his fights with his own kind of people. But I think they always felt that Mnuchin, as Treasury Secretary, had, had really done a good job in very, very difficult terms. Nancy Pelosi is, you know, her reputation. She plays games all yep. over the place, J.D. Mnuchin worked months to get them to modify this bill and the people lose sight of what it means when you can say, well, just throw the money out. <laughs> but everyone in this country should know, and they mentioned this in the Wall Street Journal, you're going to see your federal taxes really rise over yes. the next few years. They, you know, you can't open the U.S. Treasury and just say trillion, trillion, trillion. That's what they've right. been doing, really. Now, in this unprecedented year, stimulus is needed, but we also know that, and it's you know, there's there's also been a lot of thievery because there's been a lot of people getting PPP loans who, you know, there's very little accounting of that. So for the average family, if they can get whether it ends up being this two thousand and four six hundred a child and something like that, I think at this immediate point, that's good. But again, the way Trump handled it and the Wall Street Journal just really hammered him and they also, J.D., point to something just to finish up on this, that I think his vindictiveness is short-sighted. I think what they're trying to say is, you, Trump, you will be very sorry if the Republicans don't run the Senate. Because, J.D., the Democrats and, you know, their sort of bloodthirsty base, they will want to hold investigative hearings against him. And the way it works is if they gain control of all those committees in the U.S. Senate... he won't like what's coming in a few years. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they do that and they will do well, that. Well, it certainly undermined all the work so, that Mnuchin had been doing. Yeah. Um, because then it seems as if, you know, was the White House really engaged? But, you know, you're right. And also, by the way, the New York Post, and again, folks, supposed to be with Donna Perry of the Sun Chronicle. They also took a swipe at Sidney Powell saying that she's a crazy person and referred to Mike, yeah, Mike right. Flynn as basically an act of treason with him talking about martial law. Yeah. So, um, they did not hold back. And I know a lot of the Trump faithful, I don't think, understand the relationship that the New York Post and the Wall Street Journal have had with the president. And they dismiss anyone that criticizes him. But um, but you're exactly right. The Wall Street Journal to say that Schumer gets an assist with this two thousand dollars. Basically, it's going to help them and uh, maybe hurt. It really puts Mitch McConnell in a tough spot. You're right, Donna Perry. This all comes down to Georgia. And that's going to take place, you know, yeah. coming up next week. And the real danger is if they they do, in fact, lose the Senate, they are basically just going to completely overturn anything that he accomplished during these four years. That, 
Yeah. And I think, again, he he is not really good at understanding like the bigger game and the long game here. As McConnell didn't get to be in that spot for 30 plus years without doing that. John, McConnell is really the guy standing at the cliff and, and you know, the ocean is below. I think he's still miss. Trump has under underappreciated yeah. that if it wasn't for McConnell, like nothing would have stopped them from anything right. jd they in the investigations yep. and everything else and so like for him to almost undermine this look he he knew what he was doing yeah. with this you know he's undermining mcconnell because he's kind of having a tantrum that mcconnell had to say biden sure. won the election and that's the way i week, see it i mean you know even that as the new york post says to put all this pressure on Vice President Mike Pence that in what's supposed to just be a formality to suddenly flip the script yeah. and try to overturn this whole thing. I mean, For, no, you know, it what, is, what is that? The, 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 I, I like how at least the New York Post was saying the big focus next week should be any way you can help uh, in Georgia with that Senate runoff. In, um, and it should not be the focus on January 6th. A hundred percent. Look, the thing is, even if they can, if they can hold Purdue's seat, they they can inch along because that actually would, if they can just keep even win one of them, they it the math right. still works as far as I can understand that. But um, you know, like that's right, and I think that next week is vital. Stop talking about January six. I and I just want to say one last thing on this, and you have done fantastic reporting about this, John. The problem with that, which I think with the Wall Street Journal has gone with some of this, it, it's not that there are not legitimate issues and questions about the vote and how mail ballots were exploited. See, that's the thing. It's not that there's not legitimacy to to looking into that in the bigger picture way. The problem is like for Trump to have it look like a farce and then to me, Sidney Powell only fed the media to say, look at these ridiculous, you know, theories. And that's what I mean. Like there are legitimate questions about how mail balloting was used, but you, so, you know, they're by having it look ridiculous. And then that meeting in the white house and Michael Flynn's part, then it, it undermines all the legitimate questions for the future that Republicans have a right yeah. to look at how mail balloting was done. That's right. the problem. Like, don't don't feed into it with at this point. Just stop it. It's they did what they did. And, and his place in history now is kind of cemented. And I think that's what the Wall Street Journal is trying to say to him. Folks, we're going to take a, a you know, quick you, break. A yeah. lot more Donna Perry, columnist of the Sun Chronicle, right here on the John DePietro Show. We're in an accident. Someone hits your vehicle. It's damaged in some way. Pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. They're located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. Folks, as you're riding along, you just never know. You could be dealing with a drunk driver, someone not paying attention. How about the people texting and driving? If you ever damage your vehicle, call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. Several reasons. One, they'll handle everything for you. Two, they're going to work for you not the insurance company. And three, they'll make your car. It'll look like it just rolled out of the showroom. West Fountain Auto Body. Call them 401-272-3340. Did someone damage your vehicle? Whether it's a small fender bender or nearly total vehicle, 
West Fountain will restore your vehicle, get it back on the road. Call them today, 401-272-3340. And remember, if you're having an accident, first thing you want to do, call the police, fill out a police report. If the tow truck shows up, tell them, let's get this vehicle over to West Fountain, 401-272-3340. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www. What's the point of having an appliance if it doesn't work properly or maybe you have problems with it? I'll tell you what you should do. As I like to say, if your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. Easy to remember, Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. I've used Ryan on several occasions, whether it's for your washing machine or maybe your dryer or the refrigerator, or your stove, or oven, or microwave, any appliance. If your appliance is dying, just call Ryan, 401-710-7096. I was having a problem with our our clothes dryer. What would happen? It wouldn't turn on. No way they were going to dry the clothes. I called Ryan's Appliance Repair. He fixed that in about five minutes. Then the oven wouldn't heat up. I called Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. He fixed, the, he fixed the, the oven in about five minutes. Folks, call them. All work is guaranteed for 90 days, parts and labor. Senior citizens discounts are available and Saturday appointments are available. Come on, call Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. We're speaking with Donna Perry of the Sun Chronicle in uh, our weekly segment. And DJ, just getting back um, to the, uh, you know, the national front, a, a lot of this with the president, and obviously now um, we're entering into January. There, there are, by the way, there are still people that are out there saying, you know, Biden will never be inaugurated. He's not going to get elected. They, there is a percentage mm. of that that is still <laughs> out there, but unfortunately, it's the same people that. I'm getting articles, you know, don't take the vaccine and everything else. But this, um, if yeah. they would step back, there is a lot of infighting within the Democrat Party. Bernie Sanders over the weekend was saying that he's disappointed and thinks that the Biden administration should be far more progressive than so far than it is. Right. And and I, I think this, like they they are all their infighting right now is just getting covered up by tr- Trump with his final weeks, which is, is just what the me- the media just is eternally fascinated with covering him almost like the, the, in their view, it's like covering a car crash. So they just, you know, until he's off the scene that, that all of this is, is a little bit, you know, John, it's not the A block of news. And so it gets a little buried and the media really doesn't seem to want to cover anything that shows this discord right. in that party soon, soon enough, they will have yeah. to do that. Because you can't just talk about a former president all right. day long. And that's, you know, once it's February. And you're right. And I think Bernie, in fact, I think the progressives have been frustrated that they do not get 
much media pickup uh, when they have, you know, the, and I think they sense that and they're going to have to wait until the new Congress through Biden comes around. But, um, you know, that's been covered up. That won't stay covered up. Um, and I think that Biden's team had, you know, really deep plans and who they want. And they have really a lot of insiders. They have a lot of former Obama people. That's who's going to run things. They're putting token people in to just say, oh, we appointed this and that. And I, I just mean that more from, you know, a progressive standpoint person. They, they've put certain people in, but you can't say that it's been, you know, a real progressive cabinet, nor did I think Biden right. would do that. You know, and, and let's notice something, J.D. So through the holidays, I still wonder if the attorney general pick, they, they somehow... They've been holding yes. off on You're that, right. if you notice. I, I've said for weeks, that's the one to watch, and I, whether that's going to be New Year's Eve <laughs> you know, at 6 right. p.m. I mean, I think it's a news dump strategy. It's, it would certainly seem to they, be. I think they're going to bury yeah. it this weekend or something like that. And yeah. something that also um, is, um, you know, they, were, they had been planning on by the end of the year, which is going to be this week, that the, the vaccine would be up to 20 million people. Now, they're way short of that. Uh, but and you're already hearing right. that there needs to be more government coordination between, you know, getting the it, it's not just the vaccine. Here we have the vaccine, but there's a syringe and distribution, distribution. and there's packaging yeah. that goes along with it. And um, I mean, at this point, uh, it, I, I don't understand the strategy. President Trump, he did get the vaccine out and delivered by the end of the year. But boy, talk about, you know, not taking a victory lap off that nowhere near it little bit of news when Pence got it and so forth, he and the wife. But um, but the president basically has completely just, you know, COVID is off his radar. He's not talking about it. But right now, it certainly would seem the government could use coordination to get the vaccine out to people. Yeah. And, and one thing I will agree on with some of the Dems had talked about this. You just like you had a czar or like they they really need. Like who who is the point yes. person at the federal level? The vaccines are whatever you want to call it. Well, let's face it. When they knew this was coming, I think they never uh, they've again, they've left it to the states that, John, we know from state by state they're running thin. They're still doing regulations. They've got high hospitalization rates. They've got all this stuff going on. And I think these governors are just worn yeah. out and they're saying well, like that takes an entire hierarchy. So you're coordinating with warp speed. Like you got CVS as a huge pharmacy vendor. You have to have records of who is vaccinated. I mean, this is like an entire bureaucracy in and of right. itself. And if you're Ramondo and Baker and these governors, JD, they, they're like out of people yeah. at high levels of government to me. And that's what should be concerning. I, I think you're right. Like, didn't they say there would have been 20 million yes. vaccinated by now? I don't no, see only, it. I think What's it's only number? at 2 million. It's... Yeah. Like, part of it is now so looking that's... after all this, we actually have the vaccine. But now the problem is trying to get it out and get it out, as you say, effectively. You don't just flip a switch, you know, and, and as much as you have the vaccine, it's what we've talked about. It's distribution. It's a full packaging that goes along with it. Yes. It's everything else yeah. that ties in with it. You need mass production of that. And and right now, I mean, that is like a breakdown of government that you don't have everything coordinated in that. And what they're talking about is kind of like a war effort type of thing where they would, you know, during a war, they would direct private companies like you have to start making this stuff. 
Yeah. And, and to be fair, like in, uh, if you had different administrations with a different relationship under the circumstances of this, in my view, you would now have a bit of a partial handoff yeah. to the Biden right. team. Why not? They're going to have to run the vaccine distribution. Sure. So, you know, I, I do find it concerning that they shouldn't be blocked from anything at this point. The guy's going to raise his hand on the Bible in like yeah. three weeks. So, you know, I mean, I, I just think that. T- touch well, on you know, the fact. And again, folks, we're speaking with Donna Perry, the Sun Chronicle. That the governors are getting worn down. There, there is definitely yeah. Uh, yeah. a feeling, and it, it's starting to, you know, certainly weigh on people. I mean, I joke with people that uh, Governor Amundo, I think, you know, wisely saw like, boy, this would be a good time to leave the stage, and uh, seemingly was certainly game for something within the Biden administration. And it's right now, unless something changes, it's it's not going to happen. There's only a couple of posts. Uh, left, I think uh, labor is still available in commerce, but but it's right. even weighing on someone like uh, Governor Charlie Baker, who for a very long time yep. had the highest approval rating of any governor in the country. The governors, without question, whether it's Newsom, Cuomo, Raimondo, Baker, they have all been um, the governor of Michigan, all under attack. And you know, we were you were mentioning that it it, it actually even possibly is affecting someone like a Governor Baker. Of, of how much longer they want to stay in yep. the job. Yeah. So the Boston Herald had a, um, had a piece in the last few days and they, you know, there's a lot of speculation and, it, and it, you're right. And it is a surprise that he has just been worn down. They described it physically and mentally by this just endless battle with this thing. Um, you know, we people lose sight of what this has involved for these people. Like often there have been seven day a week jobs, six days a week. We remember in the beginning, the briefings, the briefings. And John, now they're back to, you know, just this endless of the briefings. And people forget if you're a governor, managing COVID technically is not all that you do. I mean, you're supposed to craft these huge budgets. You have problems in other areas. So the report said that Baker... Um, there, if you look at, read the tea leaves, he's, he's essentially done little to no fundraising. Um, even if you can be done virtual now, he would be up for reelection in 2022, obviously it wouldn't just be this year, um, by mass, they don't have a two term limits, you know, standard. So he could run a third term. I think it was widely believed early on before all this, he was very, very popular with both sides, he manages to get, you know, some liberals to, you know, he's not viewed, obviously, he's very much of a moderate Republican. So he's always had high ratings, um, you know, popularity and approval ratings. But the report said there's a lot of indications that he might just be feeling burned out and may not go for it, which would be, I think, unfortunate for Mass. However, you know, he, he has now lost some popularity. Obviously, there was a protest just, I think, the other day at his Swampscott house. Um, there is the business groups have, you know, they have really fought with him now. You know, J.D., they were very, um, you know, they were just discouraged by the latest round of reversing the phases and, you know, limiting the capacity. So you get to a point where I think he might be just not looking at it um and the speculation was that you know his first lieutenant is the republican lieutenant governor yes. karen polito so 
Um, but then there's noise being made. I, and you're very familiar with this landscape of uh, Jeff Deal, and these people are saying, we're taking mm. a look at this. So Baker not running will, will create a huge open political yeah. field in Mass., um, if that comes to pass, but you're right. Like, I think there's a lot of people's careers that will actually end up, you know, sort of, I don't want to say his is being ruined, but when you talk about a, a California, Newsom was a rising star. That guy could be well, in his career. They're and, talking about, ended by you know, this. I mean, yeah. moving towards a recall movement in, in California and the same yeah. thing with Cuomo. Yeah. You know what else, Donna Perry, before we take a quick break, and I, I try to tell people, like, you can, we watched how quickly that the thing can just go off the rails. You know, Governor Armando, who's obviously seemed upset, yeah. she thought she was doing a nice thing, stopped at a wine and paint with her husband, and it becomes a national story. Right, she, right. she was absolutely yeah. pummeled, and people bring that up constantly. And it, it kind of, no matter what good you do, you're still faced with someone who parents are in a nursing home, business is closing, mm-hmm. checks are late, can't get a vaccine. Yep. The testing is wrong. It's it's there's it's it's <laughs> never ending. It's a never ending cycle. It becomes a little bit of the of a groundhog day. You know, uh, no matter what good you yeah. do on Tuesday, you go out the next day, and if there's a botch test or a business closes or something happens, or you know, all these people, all the, you're dealing really with death. Um, it's all completely forgotten, yep. and that's what drives the headlines. And so. Uh, it, it's it's a cautionary tale, and I agree with you. I think after a while, you know, Governor Mundo was term limited out, obviously. But how much you you have to yeah. go back to why do these people go into public office? They don't do it to be under attack twenty four seven. They they do it because no. you know, they they like the challenge of it. They are not afraid to step into the public arena, and and this really has um, I think worn down some of the nation's top governors. Folks, quick break. A lot more Donna Perry Sun Chronicle right here on the John DePietro Show. Mega Logistics, they're there to help you. Give them a call today, 401-431-2300. MEGA Mega Logistics. If you have freight, you need freight, goods, third-party brokers for your company, warehousing and transportation. How about custom freight, supply chain management, routing, bill auditing, customer developing, proven track record with Fortune 500 companies, you can depend on MEGA, MEGA Logistics. Call them today, 401-431-2300. 401-431-2300. Does that sound like your company? Maybe you have freight or you need freight goods, third-party brokerage, warehousing, transportation, custom freight. They have the experience. Call them today. MEGA Logistics, 401-431-2300. We're speaking with Donna Perry of the Sun Chronicle. And DJ, as we are now at the final week of 2020, as much as people are saying, you know, good riddance and what a brutal year, um, as we already start to look, 2021 is not exactly going to be a picnic, certainly not the beginning of it. Uh, maybe as right. the good weather starts to get hit, but it's it's kind of like, you know, when the when the war ends, and then you're you're looking at all the damage that was done, and the you know the the people that died, and the businesses that have gone out, and the education. This this is going to be a long process trying to get everything back on track. Absolutely, and and 
That's a great analogy, John. You know, in, in history, there are always those famous visual scenes of, you know, when the war and the armistice was declared and then it was the people walking around like yes. Dresden, Germany, like like walking over rubble. I mean, um, you know, you're right. And I, I unfortunately, like I, I do think anyone thinking like we're when people say the first quarter, I mean, I think we're talking we're going to stagger to, you know, May, June. I think things will look a lot brighter but I, I just think, as we've seen, when you see these high amount of cases still continuing in the hospitals, we're, we're several months out and the, they're going to have to sort out the vaccine. And you're right. I, I do think, um, unfortunately, 2021 will almost be the transitional year. You know, the year that will be like the roaring 20s will be, I hate to say this, but I think it's the end of 2021 um, and then 2022 is will be like the normal year. But I do think um, I don't mean that we're in this for another year. We're, we're in different stages toward the end. I, I, I agree. But I think it's it's just discouraging for people and you can't hit, hit the light switch. And who is the vaccines? Everything's normal. Like, oh, I don't know. By February, that doesn't seem in the way it's going. And I I do think, though. And I've said this many times, when you look at the big American cities, and certainly whether it's Boston, New York, around our region, the corporate America is going to play an outsized role here. And they're going to have to have a new paradigm, but they need to have, people need to return to some physical work, uh, workplaces. Um, Because like, you know, you can't underestimate cities are the under pinning of of states and revenues for americans states i mean they just are so you know bringing cities back um and they got their hands full in new york when you just like really it, it's just it's not going to come it's going to come back because thankfully in our country you know the industry sectors are just they're vast and they're deep and and they're strong. And then also, J.D., there will be such, I think, they're what will save things. So the, there's going to be investors who see huge opportunity, you know, for the like for the new, you know, post pandemic life, you know. So I think that's a positive. And I think that's a true thing. Like there will be huge investment opportunity to just understand how things will resurrect themselves but you're right. I think mo- in most Americans, this has had taken a bigger toll maybe than and then people even understand. Like, I think that the work and workplaces and, and jobs have have shifted in a way that will there will be some lasting yes, change. Very much so. Well, two states um, that you're seeing do, really under you know, attack. One is New York, where suddenly a lot of New Yorkers and firms even are considering moving to Florida and even – Another state that's really benefiting yep. is Texas with California. People leaving yes. California, leaving New York in droves. in droves. You know, New California. York is pitching, yeah. excuse me, Texas is pitching, a place like Austin is pitching just the back office of the New York Stock Exchange saying, give us a chance. Think wow. how dramatic that would be. Yes. Big high profile investment firms firmly looking at maybe relocating this um, to uh, South Florida. And uh, saying, you know, maybe now is the time that a Goldman Sachs sets up shop in a in a Miami or a place like that. This could really be a fundamental. And I don't know about cities fully returning the way they were. You know, I'm looking at 
the headline New York bans yeah. most evictions as tenants struggle to pay rent. The evictions, that, that's a huge <laughs> dynamic of the cities with people that will, will be displaced. And then, you know, then what happens? I mean, that's something that people are struggling with every day. I, I, I agree with you that this could be yeah. the watershed thing, the game changer where the where this was always predicted. You know, we talked about the, I mean, over years, the Sun Belt and the growth, but maybe this is the game changer, JD, that the South and the big Southern cities could really maybe grab yes. some of the mantle. I mean, I have to, I think you're kind of right. Like, I think, honestly, if you've been a, stra- a firm and you know the, the highest real estate costs are always New York, Boston, like you might say, well, wait a minute, you know what? Are we really going back in that Boston right. skyscraper? Yes. I don't know. Like, I don't know. it, And you're right. And also, people feel pummeled by it. They might say, what am I doing spending all this high mortgage and taxes? I got a small house and it's cold half the year. I, I mean, it could be the moment that it, those southern cities, whether you talk, and Dallas already has a huge uh, yes, Wall Street presence. Yeah. Um, and it's always been in the Raleigh-Durham. I mean, those could just, like, you know, you just wonder, like, could this be the watershed I think it becomes thing? An, for that. If not now, then when? I mean, this is just an opportunity, right? Donna Perry, it has been a uh, remarkable year, and uh, your writing is tremendous. How can oh, people uh, read and enjoy uh, your work the way that so many people do? Thank you, JD. So I always put it on my Facebook page, Donna Perry. It is thesunchronicle.com. And I tweeted out at Donna Perry MA1. I've got to cook up my year end oh, piece, good. by the way. So PG, great job. Happy today, New so. Year and a lot more ahead in 2020. Happy New Year. All right.